Welcome, welcome, welcome to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, where we are celebrating Pentecost. Now, Pentecost was a Jewish feast that took place every year, an annual feast that took place 50 days after the Passover. But for us as Christians, the excitement of it is that that was the day at that particular feast over 2,000 years ago after Christ had returned to heaven, that he sent his Holy Spirit and it descended upon the disciples in the upper room like cloves of fire on their heads and transformed the lives of those early believers from being fearful, scared, apprehensive people, fearing what the Jews might do if they found them, fearing the Roman soldiers and what they might do, to being bold and enabled to walk out and be a witness to all of the power and the wonder and the majesty of God. And then we have that iconic sermon by Peter as he preached on the day of Pentecost, where he spares no punches in going and delivering a heart-wrenching sermon about what the people went and did to Christ and their need for Christ. That's what it goes and says in the book of Acts. It says that those people, they were cut to the heart by his very words. Oh, that there was preaching like that today. Oh, if we knew the power of God at work in our lives like that today. If we knew the outpouring and the wonders of God, I believe we would have a very, a very different sort of a world. But speaking also in regard to the great things that God has done, today we have also from the Burr area various different people going and communicating with us and talking with us about an up-and-coming event that they have, a concert that's going to be taking place. You'll know a lot about it by the time this is finished. And that the function of this concert is that they're raising funds to be able to go uh, to the World Youth Day. And the World Youth Day is a worldwide celebration where young Catholic people meet with the Pope on an international pilgrimage, which takes place in a different country every three or four years, since it was established by Pope John Paul II in 1986. So the next World Youth Day will be celebrated for the first time in Lisbon, in Portugal, between the 1st and the 6th of August 2023. The theme for it is Mary arose and went with haste, found in Luke chapter 1 and verse 39. It is a quote chosen by Pope Francis as the motto of the World Youth Day 2023, or the theme as I've said. So young people from all over the world will be gathering at this event and sharing moments of prayer and leisure together for a week with the blessing of the Pope. This is... A very interesting occasion if one can go to it. My only understanding of it, to be fair, is that I met with a monk by the name of Thierry and he was someone from France who knew nothing of God, never had heard of God, didn't know anything about God. And then a friend wanted to go to it in France when it was there. But he couldn't go alone, so he asked Thierry would he go with him. When Thierry went along, he knew just by being there that he had found 
the answer that he was looking for because of the joy and the hope and the happiness that was being expressed and in the faces of all the pilgrims. The very thing, the very answer he was looking for life, he knew he had found it and that he had found it in the person of Jesus Christ. I had the privilege, as I said, of meeting him and I quizzed him and was checking out his testimony, his story about it. And he goes to me, Oh, he says, all of you guys, you always want to know, when was it that a person was saved? How did you know that you actually accepted Christ into your life? And he says, and because you're a group of theological students, I will indulge you. And so he shared with us his personal journey from nothingness. He wasn't atheist. He just was never exposed to God, never heard about God. Didn't understand the concept of God. God was something that was not spoken of in his family. His family never went to church. God wasn't spoken of in school because you're not allowed to speak about God in school. And so for 17 years of his life, he had never heard anything about God. And then, even in his darkest hour, that's where he was headed. He felt that there was no hope, there was no future, there was nothing for him. He had been invited along to this youth day. And he discovered the person of Jesus Christ. That to me is very interesting. And so he says, as an 18 year old person, it was the first time he ever went and received first communion. And he said it was so powerful to come and be in the presence of the living God for him that it completely transformed his life. And then he went on to share his journey as an 18-year-old, to how it was that he became a Benedictine monk, which was very, very interesting. Answer to all of our problems is the person of Jesus Christ. And the thing that goes and challenges me more and more and more every day is just how little we truly know of Jesus Christ. And that's why we need to be in the Word, studying the Word, reading the Word, and applying the Word of God to our lives as we find Jesus. So there's going to be various contributors and I know this has been a long welcome but there's going to be various contributors on our show today speaking of their adventure, of their up and coming event and of the joy that they have found and hope to continue to find through their experiences with the Lord Jesus Christ. Plus our music today will be songs, various songs, hymns by James Kilban, who will be the artist on the night. Midlands 103. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. Folks, next what we're going to have is our reading of Psalm 104, which is the lectionary psalm for today, as we meditate on God's word. And then after that, to get the ball rolling... Father Tom will be joining with us and will be introducing their event, introducing the purpose, introducing what it is that they are about. Just to let you know how this came about, myself and Father Anthony were having a conversation and he asked me would I go and play this little ad for them. One day at a time. 
Youth Ministry in Brendan Pastoral Area, Fundraising Concert with James Kilbane, A Night of Irish Folk, Country and Gospel at Shinron Community Centre, County Offaly, on Friday the 2nd of June at 8pm. Tickets €20 and are available from local outlets and concert organisers. A great night is in store and all are very welcome. I said, look, I'll do more than that. I said, you go and tell me what this is about. Explain to me what the World Youth Day is. Explain to me why you're having this fundraising event on Friday the 2nd. And let's put together a program. And so in fairness, and I would just like to give credit for this, the various different people who have contributed to this show or are contributing to this show today are because Father Anthony has gone around and done the recording and sent me in the bits and pieces from the various different people, sharing their involvement, sharing their heart, sharing their purpose, sharing the vision that they have for the youth work and youth initiatives that they are doing in St. Brendan's Parish. So first, Charlize is going to read Psalm 104. We're reading today from Psalms 104. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. You set the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved. You covered it with watery depths as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. But at your rebuke the waters fled, at the sound of your thunder they took to flight. They flowed over the mountains, they went down into the valleys, to the place you assigned for them. You set a boundary they cannot cross, never again will they cover the earth. He makes springs pour water into the ravines, it flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field, the wild donkeys quench their thirst, the birds of the sky nest by the waters, they sing among the branches. He waters the mountains from his upper chambers, the land is satisfied by the fruit of his work. He makes grass grow for the cattle, and plants for the people to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth, wine that gladdens human hearts, oil to make their faces shine, and bread that sustains their hearts. The trees of the Lord are well watered, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. There the birds make their nests, the stork has its home in the junipers. The high mountains belong to the wild goats, the crags are a refuge for the hyrax. He made the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away. They return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work, to their labor, until evening. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and Leviathan, which you form to frolic there. All creatures look to you, to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up, 
When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew their face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. I'm Father Tom Hogan. I work here in the parish of Borgwood, Father Anthony. And we have responsibility as well for the parish of Shinro and Ballingarry. They say the future belongs to the young. And it surely does because, please God, our young people and all who are young will live uh, full and long lives. And that's why in this pastoral area, which we know as Brindon, we have the parishes of Kinnity, Shinroan, Kilcolman and Bor. Uh, we're promoting a ministry to young people. And with that in mind, there's a concert coming up on the 2nd of June in the community centre in Shinroan and James Kilban, well-known Irish folk and country and gospel singer. And it's by way of trying to generate uh, some funds for uh, youth ministry in these four parishes. We hope you'll be able to support that venture by coming along on the night. Tickets are uh, 20 euro and uh, if you can come, you might still support it and they're available through local outlets. This summer, at the end of July, seven young people from our pastor area are going to represent us at the World Gathering of Young People in Portugal, in Lisbon. And this is an event that happens every four years. I had a privilege and experience some years ago to attend that event when it took place in, in Germany, in Cologne. And Pope Benedict was the Pope at the time. And I have two distinct memories. One was after arriving and we went into Cologne the first morning with our group and coming out onto the steps of the great cathedral in Cologne and to see the exuberance and the singing and the enthusiasm of literally tens of thousands of young people from across the world being so delighted to celebrate their faith and their sense of the sacred and nationality or colour made no difference. And the second memory I have from that uh, time was the night vigil waiting for the coming of uh, Pope Benedict. And he led us in a wonderful reflection on the journey of the Magi. And as you may know, the relics of the Magi are kept and honoured and venerated in the great cathedral of Cologne, the great medieval cathedral. And his words that night are still echo in my heart. And a million and uh, a quarter young people uh, were there to welcome him. So please God, uh, this summer for all the young people from not only our pastoral area but across the world will equally be filled with joy and with a sense of enthusiasm and a sense that we are not on our own. We're part of a, a wider connection of Christians who believe in the Lord Jesus. Midlands 183. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, where I am joined by Father Anthony and the various different folks he has sharing 
about their up-and-coming fundraising event in aid to raise funds that some of their youth will be able to go to the World Youth Day in Lisbon in August. But to get a sense of what all of that is about and to get a sense of why it is that they're going, we went and got various different young people and leaders to share of their experiences. And so here are some more of those experiences. My name is Veronica Dalton and I work as a pastoral ministry in the Brendan Pastoral Area, which consists of Kinnishie, Kilcolman, Shinron and Burr. I have the privileged position of recently joining with a number of fantastic young people. We have currently 11 members of our youth ministry group from the different areas. Um, a fantastic group of people, seven of whom are getting ready to go to the World Youth Day in Lisbon. In our efforts to fundraise for World Youth Day and for our youth ministry, there is a concert in Chinron and it's James Kilban who will be performing and also five of our group will be singing on the night and playing musical instruments. So also in relation to the youth group, it won't just finish with the Lisbon World Youth Day. We're endeavouring to hold different um, retreats and connecting with the young people in the sacraments developing a prayer garden with many ideas and um, fueled by the energy of this fantastic group as we spread out to other young people in the area. This is only the seed, this is only the beginning and we hope and we pray that this concert will be a success and we can enlarge and evolve as a youth group. Thank you. You're very welcome. But let me ask another question. Have you ever been to the World Youth Day and if so, what impact, what effect did it have upon you? I had the beautiful experience of travelling to Cologne in Germany on a World Youth Day when Pope Benedict was the Pope. It was a surreal experience and the one memory that sticks with me was a million young people between the ages of 18 and 35 sleeping out in a field with different nationalities, different cultures, different songs, all waiting in anticipation for the arrival of the Pope. And he arrived, and it was just the beauty of unity and the care that was shown by each other and um, the joy that was filled in that field, waiting the presence of the Pope. Um, it was surreal experience, a beautiful experience, and just one that will remain with me always. And he came along in his um, Pope mobile and he waved and he smiled and he said a few words and the words I don't even remember the words but you know that saying it's not what was said it was not what was done it was the way they made you feel and in that moment a million people felt joy and the love of Jesus in that field in that moment in the presence of Pope Benedict so wishing these wonderful people that same experience as they travel to Lisbon this August. Okay, next up we have four young people who are with us and each one will introduce themselves and tell you about what they are up to. So, Patrick, we shall begin with you, please. My name is Patrick, I'm from Kinsey and I'm part of the youth group here in our pastoral area. When I heard about the World Youth Day from Kathleen Tuber and Veronica Dalton, they invited me to the group. I started in the parish as an altar boy, and my parish priest, Father Michael, has me involved in the Easter ceremonies and novenas and other celebrations in the parish. 
I'm looking forward to more Valorant working with the group and bringing the joy and hope for the people I am meeting every day in my life. Hi, my name is Emma Mulroney and I started coming to church in my transition year in school. I found a community within the church and found that I got along really well with everybody. I have continued coming to church to profess my faith and I was overjoyed when I was asked to come on the World Youth Trip to Lisbon in 2023. I really enjoy coming to church because everyone is so easygoing and I find like I can be myself in here. Hi, my name is Miriam O'Neill. My sister Michelle and I are very involved in music ministry in both Kinnity and Burr. We hope that our music brings joy to all those present in the churches and brings new energy into our youth ministry group. Hello, my name is Alexandra Crowley and I'm a member of the Brandon Pastoral Area Youth Ministry. A group of us will be singing in Shinrone on Friday the 2nd of June with James Kilban at his concert. This concert will be a fundraiser for our youth group and we would love to see you all there for this great event. Tickets are available from local outlets and we would greatly appreciate your support. Seven of us are going to Lisbon in August to celebrate World Youth Day and represent the Brandon Youth Ministry Group. When I heard about this trip, I was very excited to go and have this amazing opportunity and once-in-a-lifetime experience. I would like to invite all the young people in the area to take part in our youth ministry group, and we are really looking forward to see you all next Friday for our first event. Midlands 103. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. So folks, there you have it, the youth event taking place to raise funds for the youth work that they're planning to do in St. Brendan's Parish, also to help the young people to go to the World Youth Day that's taking place in Lisbon and for the events and plans that they have for the future. So if you're free, why not make your way down to that concert with James Coban in Shinron on Friday the 2nd of June. Now let us switch lanes for a moment and let us come back to reading some more scripture as we continue to think of the fact that today we are celebrating the day that the Spirit of God was poured out upon all of humanity. Let us commence our reading in the book of Acts, in chapter 2, and beginning at verse 1, for this well-known and familiar passage of Scripture. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and other parts of Libya, near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongue. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, 
They've had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders and signs which God did among you through him as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him on the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope, because you have not abandoned me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life and will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the high hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Saviour. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. And with many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Amen. Just as we 
focus on this passage of scripture briefly, there's one thing I would like to go and point out. It says in verse 22, fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. Let me ask you a question. What miracle, what sign, what wonder has God done for you? God has gone and said in his word that when we preach the gospel, he will accompany it with signs and wonders. God has not changed. God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And one of the things I would say is disappointing is nowadays we don't see the physical evidence of God at work. And that is a reflection on his people, the church. I am one who believes that God heals. And just to remind you again that this Sunday evening at 7pm, Press In is taking place in Gary Hinch, where a person will be sharing their story of what Jesus has done in their lives, followed by a time of healing prayer and ministry. So if you are free and would like to come for prayer, or prayer for somebody else, prayer for yourself, prayer for some need, and to hear the wonders of what God has done in another person's life, Join us at 7 p.m. this evening. Thank you for listening to Heartlands today. And may the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, show you grace, and turn his face towards you and give you peace. And again, my thanks to Father Anthony and to Father Tom and for them sharing with us about the events that they have coming forward. And so if you are in a position to be able to support the youth work that they're involved in, let me encourage you to go to that concert or if you can't, as Father Tom said, to simply be able to encourage them in other ways. So till next time, thank you again, and God bless. Midlands 183.